Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Guild Fellows, your favorite podcast where we dive into some emotional trauma directly after meeting the Himbo Bimbo Brits. Where we last left off, Q and the gang were sifting through Q's old family house, which is literally burnt to the ground. Um, so, oh, and Arthur, I believe, um, saw some revolutionary musketeers strutting around. And that's where, oh, and we're next to Notre Dame. That is where we left off. So Q, you're covered in the ashes of everything you've ever loved. Uh, take it away. Yeah, I'm just chilling. Did we have a, did we, were we going somewhere at the end of last episode? Were we headed somewhere? Uh, I mean, y'all were heading to Avalon eventually, but uh, y'all also wanted to just check in Montaigne, see if you could find Q's family. You found the um the house was burnt down with no traces of any of them so they are uh wherever they are alive or dead they're definitely not here the the other relevant detail that i remember from our last session was that you said something about having to survive the night in montaigne which sounded (laughs) ominous so (laughs) this is the part where the zombies come (laughs) i've learned anything about prejudice french revolution (laughs) and so (laughs) Uh, that'd be fun guild fellows uh call of duty mod um so i think i think we're just standing in an emotional support circle for q as the sun <laughs> yeah, goes down pretty much the sun is setting uh and the city starts to come alive a little bit you don't see too much going on but uh it's been so definitely silent this entire time that even the smallest gnats whisper can be heard uh footsteps etc you hear some marching you hear uh, the clinging, clanging of uh, weaponry, etc., and uh, night starts to fall. <clears throat> After a few short moments, you can hear people marching in unison uh, on the street, just a little bit away from Q's family estate. Uh, you can see, if you look, um, multiple uh, militiamen marching forward with crowds of uh, people behind them all headed towards uh, the nearby cathedral of Notre Dame. Is it actually called Notre Dame in this, uh, in this world? No, <laughs> it's called, a. Uh, uh, think on it. Think on it. We, we, we could, you know, you don't need to spit something out right now. Yeah, it just, doesn't, just need, to be, it doesn't need to be the first thing you come up with. It's okay. Um, <laughs> we should make a really obvious fix it in post thing. Where it's like, all right, you guys are heading to Notre Dame and <laughs> like patch it in. So Q stands up and says, okay, um, let's get out of here. Do you want to look around the city anymore, or should we head back to the ship? No, I want to see what's going on in the city. Do you think it might be dangerous, after the revolution, to be here? Should we be here at all? Probably not, but, you know. And uh, Q just starts walking toward the city. Okay. Um, Arthur's going to follow them. Yep, I follow as well. Alright, um, there's a bunch of, uh, you hear that blend in with the humans meme? It's that. You blend in with the Montaigne. Um, they are all marching in a, uh, procession towards Notre Dame. And it looks like there's some humming, some singing, and a sort of religious-like ceremony as they are, uh, walking together. They are mostly dressed in, um, robes some of them white some of them looks like they're as close to white as they could find and uh they're processing up the hill if you want to follow them you'll have to try and 
<laughs> blend in with the crowd, uh, or you can try and sneak around without blending in. I try to sneak around. I think, like, not like be like super stealthy, but just like hang toward the back of the group. <clears throat> All right. Um. So uh, let's see here. Q. Uh, I'm gonna say, could you smack me with a a finesse plus uh, hide roll to see how well uh, to see if anyone's like, wait a minute. Um, if you get a zero, then they're like, oh my goodness, that's Q LA, who's actually also childhood friend of somebody who was close to Lampere, and they hold up like your wanted poster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you spend one raise, then uh, they won't recognize you for who you are, but they will be like, well, this person hasn't been in Montaigne recently. Um, you spend two raises, and they uh, will be like, what a bunch of weirdos, but they will not um, think anything of it. Three raises, and you'll just blend right in. Four more you can bank for later. Okay, what did two raises get me? Uh, if you spend two raises, um, they will be suspicious of you guys, but it will not initiate anything. Um, I'm gonna use one of my banked raises, which is not on here, but I had at least four on my actual computer. <laughs> no, we talked about it. You have a fuck ton of hero points and banked raises. I have... Q <laughs> is loaded. Stockpiling them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll stockpile them to get, uh, using the two that I rolled to get three raises. Alright, um, you guys blend right in. Nobody thinks anything of the teenage Irish girl that... <laughs> <laughs> the, the British the man street. and the ex-noble <laughs> at all. They think you're one of them. Or three of them. We just wandered up, you know, wanted to see what was in town. <laughs> it's is this, cool. Is this Coachella? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> really Irish play? Does anybody have any acid? <laughs> um, what's funny of this is you guys decided to sneak instead of, like, try to blend in. So you guys aren't, they're just really good at staying out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you tail the entire crowd of, uh, of Montaigne uh, people marching up the hill, they finally arrive at Notre Dame. It doesn't look anything cute like you had remembered. Um, there is now a massive paper mache mound in front of it, a sort of man-made mountain. <clears throat> uh, standing on top of it, there looks to be some sort of diplomat, uh, he looks kind of, he looks, yeah, let's kind of grumpy. He's got a big old powdered wig, um, thin and short, serious looking. And it looks like he is about to begin some sort of religious ceremony. Do I recognize says, him at all? Uh, you, you probably would. How much do you know about, um, how much do you know about local, let's see. Yeah, uh, Q would have like Q would have paid attention to these sorts of things. <laughs> okay, so um, you I'm gonna say you would recognize him. This is uh, Jacques Gasparin. Um, you would have remembered that he was uh, a lawyer and a statesman that uh, was a member of the Constitution, the Constituent Assembly, and the Jacobin Club. He was one of those, you know, he was one of those. Uh, revolutionaries yes um definitely got a lot more powerful after um he led the revolution that burned your family's legacy to the ground mm -hmm. not before <clears throat> and he uh raises his arms and he addresses the crowd he says <clears throat> this is the festival of the supreme being welcome welcome I must let you know that it has been a long time coming to commune with the Supreme Being and overthrow the Church of the Prophets. This is the day that we have all been waiting for. And uh, he starts chanting in uh, Montaigne. Um, so Arthur and Sinead, you have no idea what he's saying. Was he uh, not before? <laughs> what? Was he not chanting in Montaigne before? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, so Arthur and Sinead, you have no idea what he's saying, which makes this even funnier. I forgot about that. 
Um, can you do translate for them? <laughs> do you just like let them sit there and watch this guy rattle off French on top of a paper mache mountain? Mm, if he says anything relevant, I'll translate it, and then like you know, if otherwise, we'll just get them the spark notes later. <laughs> so, in uh, uh, Montaigne, he seems to be chanting about uh, typical things of the revolution: liberty, democracy. Uh, that. There is the existence of a supreme being, and uh, he doesn't look like he's meddling in the affairs of mortals. Classic, classic Enlightenment thought type things. He starts calling for uh, unity to overthrow, uh, continue the overthrow of the uh, ruling class, um, and uh, asks that uh, everybody uh, be granted the courage to continue the glorious revolution. Um... Would Arthur be able to, like, sense or detect any, like, sort of magic being used in the vicinity? Like, if that was theoretically happening? Uh, you absolutely would. Um, so, could you slug me with, I'm gonna say, wits plus, I feel like no, this would not be a magical thing. What do you guys think? I think, I think notice would make sense. Because okay. the ability to sense something magical is inherent kind of to his class. And then mm-hmm. this is trying to see how well, how good he is at just seeing in general what's going on and whether it's magical or not. All right. I'm with you on that. All right. What's plus notice? Um, if you get a zero, then uh, you <laughs> are going to be convinced that this guy is a necromancer and he's trying to raise the monstrous hunchback of, hunchback of Notre Dame out of the cathedral to smash all of Montaigne. Uh, he's not, by the way, but that's what you're going to think. If you get a one, you still think he's like a necromancer wizard guy, and you're just going to be convinced of that. If you get a two, you sense nothing. If you want to spend a third raise, you can tell that there is some uh, minor fate magic going on around here. Um, and if you get uh, anything over that, Spend as many as you'd like. It'd give you more information about what's going on. I got two raises. Okay. Uh, no, there was no magic. Okay. <laughs> Arthur <laughs> Arthur is... is If he doesn't sense anything, then he's just going to keep watching Q and their expressions to kind of just get a vibe of whether or not this is going well or not. <laughs> this, this speech and gathering. Q, is it going well? Mm, Q is just looking on critically. So you might notice, Q, that you're going to find some familiar faces in the crowd, um, ex-nobles who are looking to blend in. Who uh, So you might see somebody that you knew before uh, the revolution, before you left, who is now trying their very hardest to look like a peasant revolutionary. Would you like to see if you can uh, at, draw, with, oh, draw suspicion to yourself and your party by visiting and finding some old courtmates? Or would you like to avoid this and not cause a commotion? Um, option B just seems objectively better. So I'm yeah, going to go with option B. <laughs> I, is that what... Uh, <laughs> is that what Q the character I rolled? The, you know, seasoned <laughs> diplomat in training? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> Um, they, By the way, a the few term of seasoned diplomat in training is kind of like well-experienced <laughs> medical student. It's just kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> He's in his practicals. He's in his practicals. It's like animal house. Like, aren't you pre-med? Pre-law. He's Same got thing. a lot of experience. He's got a lot of experience being a diplomat in training. <laughs> uh uh, so there, uh, there, a few of the the nobles start to look at uh, look at you, Q, and they kind of cock their heads and they're like, their eyes say, "There's like a seventy six and a half percent chance that this is Q." Yeah, but last they knew, I was dead. That's true. So then they look back, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. Some people look at you, thinking you might be Q, but they're dead, and also they're they're just they're gone anyway. So. Um, you can hear some people whispering and you can some, some people are like, man, that peasant over there looks just like you, except not dead. And they're like, yeah. So the French <laughs> accents. I just ignore the entire thing. So they say we. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> um, the festival of the Supreme being keeps uh, going on and on. 
And, uh, finally, Jacques pulls, uh, raises his arms and some militiamen pull a French or Montaigne noble up onto the mountain. A rather large looking Montaigne <laughs> executioner with a massive broadsword steps towards the Montaignean noble. Uh, the Montaigne noble is pushed onto, uh, their knees. Q, you recognize this as, uh, the princess, uh, Abella. And she is uh, now kneeling, ready to have her head chopped off. Abella Cousteau of House Cousteau, uh, you would have known uh, her parents. She is um, in her early 20s, and when you last saw her, she, um, you guys, I guess, would have gone along as well as you did with anyone who wasn't Adelaide. <laughs> Pretty well, but it could have been better. Uh, would anyone like to do anything? Three, two... Uh, wait, okay, yeah, yes, I, give me a sec. <laughs> give me a sec. <laughs> um, I turn to Q and I say, do you know her? Yeah, I do. Uh, fuck. Okay, I'm going to make a scene. Um, do whatever you think is right, try not to get yourself killed. Um, I am just going to run up to the thing and stay the executioner's hand. Uh... Bro. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, Arthur's yep. eyes are just dinner plate wide right now. Um, yeah. Um, oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, the hand goes up to chop off Avila Cousteau's head and Q grabs the hand. In front of the army of militiamen and, uh, and revolutionary peasants, uh, Jacques says, "What is this?" Let's talk. Huh? Let's talk. I'm not a big fan of talk. Not enough heads roll. Executioner. How many heads have to roll before you're satisfied? This is where the violence starts. Where does it end? Where do you draw the line? Is this how you wish to rule? By blood? Is this what you all wish to rule? You're going to kill a young girl who was born in a station? She couldn't control it any more than you. She is not oppressed to you any more than you have oppressed each other. This is all Montaigne. Uh, Arthur has no idea what's going on, so is there like a nearby building he can climb? <laughs> <laughs> you guys speak French. You're just watching. This is, this, so this, this is what's happening yeah. from Arthur's perspective. Like, Arthur saw this girl get taken on the stage, and he's like, okay. He saw Q freak out and run up there and start yelling at French to this person with a huge sword. So is, th- is there, like, a, a, a reasonably sized, like, building that Arthur can climb on top of? Outside Notre Dame is on its own hill by itself, so, so you gotta no, go around the mountain. No, no other buildings around. Okay, the uh, not without going back down the hill. To is the there city. a tree? Yeah, there's a tree like over in the. There's a couple trees um, around the. You're in like the courtyard area, so there's a couple trees around on the. Edge. Are they like trees um, that I could reasonably like hide in the branches of at night? Uh, reasonably, yes. Uh, it's going to depend on how well you roll on your hide. (laughs) Alright, so Arthur wants to be able to, like, post up in that tree to cover Q with his bow. Yeah, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna make my way into the crowd to to get up towards the front. So I would like to... This was a fun thing, because I think the real-life cult of the Supreme Being is funny. I didn't think you guys were gonna try and assassinate a political leader. I'm not trying to assassinate I'm not trying to assassinate anyone. This was your doing execution. Very different. If things if people die Uh, and they're important because Isn't this like Adelaide's sister? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna (laughs) So It's not Adelaide. (laughs) Like what am I supposed to do if I see Adelaide? Sorry your sister got murdered, but whatever. (laughs) 
Uh, there's somewhere, like, Giuseppo's looking out over the ship, being like, I sense a disturbance in the force. Like, he's like, No, he uh, doesn't. Something, no, they something's better keep going a wrong. fucking hold on that, <laughs> on that Italian man, or I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> if he busts in, like, bust into the scene and Arthur accidentally shoots him, I'm not sure whose fault that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we. Sorry, I, I thought it was a mosquito. I thought it was a wash. <laughs> I just I just saw this this pudgy boy running towards one of my friends and I didn't know who it was so I shot him in the face seven times. It's a real, it's a real Dick Cheney hunting accident. Sorry, I thought you were a deer. Oh my god! So is Arthur successful in getting in the t- into the tree? If you're gonna hide up in this tree, um, a zero, and you're going to get halfway up and fall out of it. And the thud is going to have the whole crowd turn towards you. Um, if you get a one, then you're going to crawl up without falling, but you won't be hidden. You'll just be a guy in a tree, which everyone's going to think is weird. You get a two, you'll be able to hide. Um, people will watch you go up there um, in the crowd, but they won't be able to see you um, once you're hidden. Spend three raises and you'll crawl up, hide in the tree, and stay there without anyone seeing you crawl or stay in the tree. Okay, and what am I rolling? Yeah, it's high. let's go. I'm gonna say finesse plus hide. Okay, I got two raises again. All right, you gonna spend them both? Yeah. All right, a bunch of the, the the peasant revolutionaries watch you crawl up the tree, and some of them are like, "Is that guy British?" Yeah, that kind of makes sense. And then you slip in, and you're hidden amongst the leaves. Nobody uh, can see you from where you're sitting. Yeah, Arthur Sinead. has a very British looking silhouette. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Sinead, you are uh, just getting your way up to the front of the crowd, and you uh, have made your way up successfully. No one really sees you because you're what are you, you're like what four eleven, five two, five one, something like that. I, one of these days, you keep shrinking in my brain. Um, you make it to the front without anybody noticing, and you're now just staring at. You're at the foot of a fake mountain, staring at Q, holding an executioner's sword arm. Just getting, to... we're, we're getting levels, okay? We're <laughs> we're getting someone in every place that we need to get them. All right, it's you... called tactics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a turn-based strategy game. Um, so after you got Q, you noticed the rest of your party playing XCOM and being ready to <laughs> <laughs> to kill some aliens. Right. Oh, I love that game. Uh, so are you going to continue speaking or, um, is there anything else you want to say or should I have you roll to not get you all killed already? Um, okay. Something about, well, do they, do they say anything back to my thing about execution and all that? Oh, that's right. Um. Because I kind of left it off for a response. Right. He says, that is a good point. I'll think on it later. Uh, executioner, get ready. No. Alright, um, so you gave a pretty impassioned speech, so I'm gonna give you an extra die on this one. Um, roll me panache plus convince. Um, so here's the deal. <clears throat> a zero, and, uh, the, the musketeers are gonna storm onto the stage and initiate combat with you. Um, only you since, uh, Arthur and since Sinead has not done anything suspicious and Arthur, um, is hidden. Um, so Q versus the entire Musketeer Guardsman. Um, and of course, they'll, sh- they'll probably just shoot Adelaide's sister in the head. Um, if you get a one, then uh, they will stave off uh, executing a Bella. I'm so nervous. I, I have one, a backup plan if we need it, so don't worry. I they also have a backup plan. <laughs> stay off executing a Bella, um, but still arrest you. If you get a two, then... Uh, you will uh, uh, to be able to delay everything. You will not convince him to stop, but you'll be able to buy extra time before they chop off Abel's head, and you will not be arrested. If you'd like to spend three raises, then um, they will. Uh, he will spare Abella, and then you'll still be arrested. <laughs> Four raises, and you will not be arrested. They will not. Um, uh, they will not execute Abella, and you have an out to end this if you'd want, but you know that they'll probably just execute her the next day. 
a five, and you give you convince uh, you convince Jacques to stay the execution. Did you roll five? I rolled five raises. Oh <laughs> because well, I had three convince and three panache. Plus, I haven't rolled convince, so that's uh, yeah. eight. Plus, you gave me an extra die. Plus, I rolled a ten. I think that's nine total. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yep. I gotta start. I really have to start upping the game. Well, you say that, <laughs> the but then you gave her a free die. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's on you, like, my dude. Well, that, that's just me. I just try and reward good role playing. That's is all it is. <laughs> no, I think I'm doing perfectly fine. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I also had a nice roll. I also like it's. It's different because, like, if you roll on what you're good in, you get a lot of raises. But, like, I have zero hide and zero, like, scholarship and tempt and warfare. So if I were to ro- roll any of those, I would get, like, zero raises or one Thank raise. Right. Thank God I haven't had to thief something. <laughs> God forbid I aim. <laughs> <laughs> You'd still do better than Loriana. You cannot use ranged weapons. Don't get... Why did you bring up Loriana? Now I'm mad. <laughs> she has done nothing to you guys. Oh, no, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Calm down. Calm, put the pen down. Look, Calm I, down. I'm just writing notes. I was too busy rolling dice and being shaky. <laughs> I've also only had coffee today, so that might be part of it. Well, I had some fruit. But Same. Well, you I don't even know what cereal, I eat. So. You guys need to take better care of your bodies. <clears throat> I'm a busy gal. I, I say that. I also want Brown only sugar. Oh, I'm a modern shaking, day girl boss espresso. working woman. Okay? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> So, Jacques says, this is a good point. You make a compelling argument that perhaps we shouldn't kill... I mean, the death penalty is bad in every way, and I guess... The death penalty just ensures that the state has a monopoly on violence. That is exactly accurate. Um... I'm trying to figure out what he says. <laughs> I've spent the last year of my life upping a revolution, and this 30-second conversation has convinced me to stop it. Well, how does, how does the well, crowd just re- one person. Arthur has a question. How does the crowd react to what Q's arguing for? Yeah, yeah You what hear are, a bunch of people, people being like, me? well, honestly, the death penalty was satanic anyway, but I didn't think this guy's going to change his mind. Maybe this is a trick, and they're just going to execute everybody who cheers on the... The actions of this random peasant. So they're staying silent in case they they think it's a trick. And what would you have me do, strange one? Okay. Well, like, first of all, okay. So the, the issue here is the nobles, concentrated power, concentrated resources for the detriment of the wider classes... It seems that entering into a form of government, no offense, but where you yourself are the sole proprietor of justice, um, is just replacing one corrupt system for a system that could be easily corrupted. And perhaps we need something a bit more representative, a bit more democratic, maybe something like a bit more uh, calm. It just seems like, you know... The revolution so far has been seeped in violence, which I understand. I understand that a lot of people have been suffering. And, you know, they say a riot is the language of the unheard. So I can't really fault you for that. But I don't know if this is where we want to continue. If we have the ability to perhaps there are ways to make people pay for their crimes without resorting to death. And perhaps there's ways to achieve equity without paying for it in blood. Jacques nods and uh, motions for the executioner to uh, put his sword down. Not on the neck of Abella, just so everybody's clear. <laughs> I'm like, did, did not to sheath the sword. Actually, it's a big sword. It doesn't have a sheath. To put the sword on his back and uh, steps away. Abella te- uh, tentatively stands up and looks uh, at UQ and like squints and like, Shakes, uh, shakes her head, <laughs> and then squints again, and then shakes her she head. Nearsighted? <laughs> she, she, she is. They yes, actually took away is. her glasses when she was in the prison <laughs> cell. Um, the executioner reaches into his pocket and then takes out cute little round glasses and gives it to her, and she puts them oh. on, and then sees Hugh Q and is like, and then uh. Like, like the fucking shack uh, meme. She can finally see again. 
You guys can't see the face that Brennan made, but he basically made the excited Shaq face when he does the shimmy in that one commercial. <laughs> the gold bond commercial. It's exactly what that expression was. It's the it's the uh, colon with an O, lowercase O face. It is. <laughs> um. So <laughs> everyone's like, okay, we suddenly became moral everybody's really okay. confused including arthur Wait, who's no. been holding oh, yeah, also- like a bow and an arrow <laughs> in his bow i mean the cr- the crowd also doesn't also have to agree with the, the Everyone, guy who's being persuaded yeah nobody is nobody's doing anything what the, was the, the girl's the crowd- name again what abella 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 yeah. cousteau okay cool abella cousteau Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, post-mortem, wrap-up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um we'll we'll get there we'll catch up and um yeah next week's gonna be the very last story episode season four finale and then um i'm not a hundred percent sure when the wrap-up episodes are gonna happen they may not happen for a while simply because a lot of us are busy um and we're just kind of working around our schedule um so they might not happen for a few weeks we're gonna try to squeeze them in eventually um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute, but they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. <laughs> um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's. It's almost over. Um, yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but, yeah. That's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Yes. So the crowd is just kind of shifting back and forth kind of waiting to see what's going on, but you're not getting any support from the crowd. You're not getting any violence yet. Okay. I'm going to turn toward the crowd. 
Okay. Um, you all. What do you want of your life? What do you want to do with it? Do you want to continue these executions in the name of revenge? Or do you want to rebuild a city that has been burned in more ways than one? Do you truly think this is the path to getting where you want? Do you? They're, they're all um, they're all pretty silent. Um, nobody says anything. If you truly crave violence, I'm not enough to stay your hand for more than a moment or more than one life. I cannot stay here to ensure you're doing what I think is right. But I think you know that this is not right. I think you're doing this out of very well-justified anger. But I think we should stop reacting and take time to figure out what future we want to create for ourselves, for the rest of our lives, and for our children. What examples we want to set, not just fighting against injustice, not just killing our oppressors, but ensuring that we don't create systems that lead future people to oppress us again. You hear... Uh, <laughs> and the crowd starts clapping uh, for you. Like, like one the, guy in the back the like, starts it off. <laughs> like <it's> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everybody else kind of starts like, oh, okay. <laughs> Have you, you ever seen A Knight's Tale? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the moment he's like, we stand in this turbulence, and it's quiet, and then the guy, Squire's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the crowd goes off. <clears throat> um, so, as you're speaking, Q, uh, Notre Dame starts to light up. It glows brighter and brighter behind you, and uh, in the out of the circular window in in, in the top tower, uh, the bell tower, a ball of fire comes down and strikes the paper mache mountain, uh, and the monument starts to burn. Am I on that? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Uh, um. Arthur jumps down from the tree. <laughs> Everybody, but the crowd doesn't react very much. The people on it all start to, to jump ship uh, and climb down. And then Notre Dame stops burning, or stops lighting, uh, lighting up, and the paper mache mountain just starts to burn. Okay, Isabella off? Where's she? Yeah, Isabella. Uh, I'm sorry. No, Isabella. Yeah, is Isabella off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Abella um, comes up to you and she goes, "Hey, thanks. Uh, did you do that?" No. Cool. Come with me. Um, and I, I get off the burning thing, right? Smart. Yeah. <laughs> and I keep her with me. Um, Jacques comes up to you and says, Perhaps you may have been right. You speak well for somebody who has never been educated, peasant. Are you of noble birth? And if I am? I can assure you, I've already paid for my sins with my life, once. The thing is, you don't seem to be dead. I unlace my glove. In the firelight of the burning monument to the Supreme Being, Q's dying arm is reflected. It's decaying, it's slowly rotting away and uh, Jacques looks at it and looks back at looks up to you in your eyes and says this is not something I fully understand I put my glove back on and begin lacing it back up so I'm still although I believe you're on the side of the righteous I do not believe this is something that I am very happy about. 
I do miss the power I had. I can understand I, that. I know exactly which family I was going to take tomorrow, and I know I have just keeping tabs on every person of noble birth in this entire city. Now I'm just another man. You were always just a man. Says. If you are of noble birth, I guess I would have told you where your family was. But if you don't want to talk, that is your decision. And Jack turns around Whoa. and leaves. When, when did I indicate to him that I didn't want to talk? <laughs> I was literally... You, you just insulted him is all that happened. I didn't insult him. I put it... Okay, fine. Um, I didn't insult him. <laughs> he is just a man. We are all just dudes. Literally, I, the I, fact I, that he thought he was more than a man is what I was... I had a whole speech about how power corrupts. And what was he do? He was mad that he. I didn't let the power corrupt him. Okay. Jacques. You don't have to convince Brennan. It's uh... <laughs> Jacques, no, no, no. I'm going to convince him. I'm going to convince him. Jacques. Jacques turns around. Who else are the city leaders here? Is it just you? Yes, it is just me. That uh, that was the plan. Here is my proposition. I'm listening. While you were in charge of the city, I'm sure there are likely other heads of specific factions, other community leaders who have been helping things run, who have been finding food, finding shelter, finding supplies for the people who are refugees of their own revolution. And I think that we should get together and we should talk about the future. I understand that you do not like me. Um, there are things that I want to know. There are questions you have unanswered. And I think there's the potential to rebuild Montaigne into a better system than the one that we had. But I think that requires communication. I think it requires all of us sacrificing a little bit more than we want to, to ensure everyone has what they need. Uh, as you keep speaking, he looks like he's getting more and more sickened by the idea of tearing down the the mess that he's created. And um, he takes out uh, his pistol and he raises it up to you. And he says, If you are of noble birth, then the whereabouts of your family die with me. And he shoots himself in the head. Arthur is so confused. He can't understand anything of what's been happening. And so, like, he jumped down from the tree, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine, like, Sinead and Arthur just kind of, like, standing behind this whole situation, just, like, side by side, so, like... So, when the fireball huh? came out of the church, Arthur was like, okay, we're probably... We gotta be going now, right? Like, that... Like, this has gotta be, like, escape. And so he jumps down, he goes to the crowd, and he sees Q talking to this religious leader... He's like, okay, seems to be okay. And then from his perspective, he just shoots himself in the head. <laughs> and so Arthur is just sitting there looking at this corpse with his hands on his head like, what the fuck did we just witness? Um, I'm, I'm, I see that. Who else is around? I mean, I'm there. Uh, besides the two of them. <laughs> it's just the crowd and the Bella. You're all just like looking at each other open mouthed. Okay. And they're like, man, that guy likes power. I, All right. I look up to the rest of the crowd and I say, we have a lot of work to do. Who wants to get started? They uh, they start cheering and they're like, and um, the, when the everybody... crowd starts cheering, Arthur's even more confused. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, in fairness. This guy was, like, executing people by the dozens, and he just offed himself. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this would be incredibly confusing to anybody that doesn't speak French. So you just think everyone's lost their mind. And also, Arth- the fireball from the church. <laughs> Arthur is just, like, remembering, like, every Avalonian stereotype about the Montaigne, where it's like, these people are crazy, <laughs> they're just wine drunk all the time. and he's just- We're Montaigne, we're passionate. <laughs> like, these fucking foreigners have no idea how to run a revolution around here. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how they managed to get so organized to do this in the first place. It sounds like they're <laughs> crazy. 
<laughs> it is funny that the most powerful country in Thea is also the nuttiest one. Love it. Energy is immaculate. <laughs> um, so Apella says, uh, so what will you do now? Mm. Well, like, we kind of have to make our way north soon enough, but I'm not going to leave until we can get the city settled. Um, where is the rest of your family? My parents are dead. My sister I haven't seen in a year. Okay. Let's get you some food. Um, and I'm going to look for any, like, community leaders or anything to kind of get things settled. Um, you can find most of them um, uh, on pikes and beheaded. Uh, there's a couple of them that are still kicking, though. Uh, you know, the, the artisans and, and people with some very, very, very minor uh, yeah. steps above. Well, and, and when I say community leaders, I don't mean, like, people in the old aristocracy. I mean, people who, since the revolution, have been, like, looking after uh, everyone. That sort of thing. Gotcha. That's why, like, community uh, leaders, not, like, got, political gentry. Gotcha. Uh, you find um, the... Uh, People seem to be rallying around two different uh, community leaders. There is... <clears throat> oh, shoot. Let's see here. Names, 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 names. Montaigne names. My goodness. Hold up. I got this. Uh, there is uh, Bernetta Baker. They are a... Um, uh, they are a... Uh, a baker <laughs> who um, was able to provide is um, able to provide uh, pastries, montane pastries, uh, for the the smallest amount of happiness when everything was was burning down. Um, and they are known for being able to put a little bit of delicacy and a little bit of beauty in their office times, and has worn them a lot of sway. Um, the other uh, montane. Uh, a community leader that you were able to uh, see people. Oh, there you go. <laughs> see, see people uh, swarming around is uh, Charlemagne. Uh, Charlemagne is uh, six foot two. <laughs> He's got a square jaw with a deep butt chin. I, I, I know um, it's just a name, but the idea of like literal Charlemagne <laughs> being in this mob, being like, hey, m- maybe I should, maybe I should do the whole ruling thing. You know, maybe <laughs> really tall, ordained by God. I'm here. Uh, the average height for a French person during the French Revolution because of like starvation stuff. What was it? Wasn't it only like five six or something? Napoleon Bonaparte was only five six. Yeah, and he, he, I've read somewhere he was average height. Yeah, too. yeah, he was fucking scrub. Height. Yeah. This is brought to you by the so, Five Seven Gang. Fuck you, Napoleon. <laughs> so uh, everybody around here is like five six, and Charlemagne's six two. <laughs> he's like six foot twenty, um, and he's uh, got. Uh, I'm just imagining Charlemagne from Kipo and the Wonder Beasts. <laughs> yeah. the Wonder Beast. A beautiful, a beautiful mustache, um, gleaming hair, and he's really dirty because he's still a, a working class peasant, but he's a very um, very kingly looking one. So people just Rick, people recognize... just flock to him, flock to him because he's tall. He's like, I'm, I'm the. <laughs> that's it. They flock he's to him because just... they can see him in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's mostly it. He's tall. Um, and uh, you wouldn't know why he was uh, a big deal. Uh, none of you guys would, but um, there's other reasons as well. But nothing you guys would know because you weren't really here. Okay, um, I'm going to approach the two of them and ask if we can talk about the future of Montaigne and the future of Muge. Um, Charlemagne says, And what would you like done with our beautiful land? There are many in this world who the burning of Montaigne gives perverse joy and unnecessary power. I would like the flames to die down. I would like the land to flourish, and I would like the people to prosper. Uh, Bernetta, they say, 
this can be accomplished, but it'll take months, maybe a year. It's going to take longer than that, but this is a start. Uh, Bernetta says, we will lead the this town back into becoming the shining jewel of not Versailles <laughs> of wealthy French uh, getaway beauty. Okay, no, that's like the opposite of what we're going for. We don't. It's not wealthy French <laughs> beauty. We're looking for equity. God equity. damn it! Vanetta says equity, and Charlemagne's like equity. Okay, we're trying. Oh my goodness, that's why. We need a, a, can, like, a, a practical, a effective, equitable societies we need to build here. Yeah, and you're like, oh, just a different ruling class. And it's like, no, <laughs> bad. Get like, a little squirt uh, bottle out. More schools, so less Brennan's stained glass. <laughs> yeah. More bread, less cakes. Uh, um, Charlemagne says, counterpoint. Mm. More bread, less cakes, more, more practical buildings, but we want to keep stained glass. Arthur, yeah, Arthur no, didn't say any up. of that out loud. That, oh, yeah. oh, that's right. I, Arthur oh, is a, one of these days. Oh, okay, to give, to give you an idea of where Arthur is, um, Arthur is is intelligent enough to see Q doing diplomatic work just on site, even if you can't understand it. So, like a terrified animal in the middle of this crowd, he is walking around with his hand on his sword looking for Q <laughs> and eventually finds them and just stands near them like, I have no fucking clue what's happening, <laughs> who these people are, do, but God damn it, I am ready. Do Arthur and, uh, and Sinead have any conversations about what's going on? I, I mean, I just see Arthur looking kind of crazy-eyed and I just, um, I kind of look at him like chill. <laughs> Chill out. Hey. Uh, Arthur, you... Uh, the way you're standing when Sinead does that, you can see in perfectly full view, like, the camera is double exposed to where you can see in focus um, uh, Jacques' uh, blown-off corpse and Sinead <laughs> being like, Chill, bro! <laughs> <laughs> Um, Arthur does not chill, but he looks slightly more relieved, uh, to see that Sinead is fine. I think Sinead's fearlessness is... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think things are fine. I think Sinead is just not scared. <laughs> Listen, um, you'll, they'll, you'll only give them a reason to be scared of you if you give them a reason to be scared of you. So please, just calm down. I don't know. These people are pretty scary. This seems pretty, like, a cult. <laughs> Do you see the fire come from the church? Back in English, can't t- handle anything. You do a little <laughs> bit of showmanship, and all of a sudden, they're puritanical uh, up-beliefs, whatever. Listen, from Arthur's perspective, oh, should... when fire falls from the sky, like, the sun is mad at you. Like, the fae are trying to destroy <laughs> you. Is 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 it is, is, is Experience with, like, deities that can control primal elements has not been, like, good on the whole, you know? Oh, hey, hey, Brennan? Yeah? Hey, Brennan. Would, no. Would you say... No. Would you say that I turned the tide of violence with charm and flair? I would say that... Violence was definitely turned on that, own, on that dude. So, oh, there yeah, was absolutely. Because they was going to chop off Abella's head. Uh-huh. There was charm, because you charmed. And I, then Notre I, Dame shot a flare gun. So there were all three of those elements, and I'll say fine. Yeah! I think, d- did Arthur accomplish his, uh, his virtue? He acted in the shadows, uh... Wait, what is the actual verbiage here? I need to. I need to remember. Yeah, the wording is, it matters. It, on this it matters one. a whole lot. I didn't even use uh, the friendly feed. I anyone didn't else use that? Activate, throw activate head to the, the virtue room. when you act behind the scenes from the shadows or through a proxy. Did I activate through a proxy? It's 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 behind the scenes from the shadows or through a proxy. Oh, or through a proxy. Um, yeah, you acted in the shadows because you hid in a tree. Cool. So next, um, the next risk, all my raises. Um, or just every die counts as a raise, so. Nice. I mean. No, that is ridiculous. It is very if powerful. I had pulled out, if I had pulled out my sword at any point during that, I could have gotten a hero point, but I definitely didn't. I am I glad you did it. Playing 7th C, guys. Okay. When we go to Innismore, 
when I uh, resort to the edge of my blade to defend a noble ideal. And when I we go we to were defending a noble ideal, but we I didn't were get to pull out my sword. <laughs> and look, when we go to Ennismore to deal with your backstory stuff, Q will keep their mouths shut so you can stab whatever you want. Get <laughs> so all I those can hero just points. Wave my sword at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Just, she, Sinead makes like hero point mine, just going up to people with the sword and being like, death penalty's bad, support the poor. Stop stealing. Hero Stop point. stealing. <laughs> Love each other. Um, so. Any whistles. Any whistles. What, what are you guys doing now? Um, are you going to go continue on to Avalon or just something you want to do and what's there's really not much left of France so I mean, there's, there's not much left to do here here's the thing I want to do in Montaigne and we don't need to act all this out but A I am not impressed with the uh, government restructural plan so I don't want to leave the city until I know that there is a plan I'm going to help a plan equitable blah 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 um, we don't need to talk through that RP-wise, just no cues doing it. Or if you want to, we can get in the finer details of establishing a functioning democratic government in the wake uh, of a revolution. Um, and two, if I can get any info on where my family might be from anyone, I would like that. And then also, I want to know who, who shot the fireball. <laughs> yeah, we can't okay. leave until that's addressed. <laughs> yeah, that's a that lot. That is a huge agenda. Um, here's you wanted to thing. know what I wanted to do before I left. That's what I want to do. Um, okay, so... Put it on your plate, DM. We're going to go one thing GM. at a time. I sure. will say, each one of those things is going to take a while. Um, yeah. It is going to take you... We don't have to RP the whole thing, but it's going to take you a while to investigate the fireball. It's going to take uh, you at least, like, probably half a day. It's going to take, like, a day and a half to gather everything about your, uh, about your family. And... Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither is a good democracy. So it's going to take you like five days to construct five business days to construct the full uh, democracy. So if you want to do all of those, one day for processing, one day for yeah, processing, day five, for five process- business days, two days for shipping. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, plus or minus twenty days for, for anomalies. Um, so it will take a week of time. The longer you guys take. Uh, the slightly more difficult the as the witches dig in in Vodachi, the more difficult it's going to be to face them when you get back. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever you're on a side adventure, you can spend as much time as you want on it, but uh, time, it, it will affect how powerful the witches are when you get there. Okay. I think <laughs> we spend a I year doing side quests and the, <laughs> the, the witches just slay us instantly as soon as we yeah, get Yeah, but think of all the cool, pretty armor we'll have from doing the side well, quests. Listen, it's not like Giuseppe's going to be ready to like take the mantle of king anytime soon. So he might as well yeah. like hang out with us for a week and watch us build a government so he can figure out how the fuck to run his own. <laughs> okay, I'll accept that. But if you really do, you guys are already the first side mission. You guys are put a weekend. Regina George is gonna be a monster. Um, question. Yep. Where are we heading to next after this? Are you going to Avalon? Or are we bypassing Avalon and going um, just north? I would be, I guess, up to Arthur and Sinead. More Sinead than Arthur, but both of you guys would probably get a say because it's Arthur's homeland and Sinead's the captain. I mean, like, yeah, I would be asking Arthur in that situation. All right, Arthur. Um, Arthur does want to go to Avalon, but, like, Ar- Arthur has learned about what we need to do and is thoroughly convinced that we cannot just, like, roll up to each one of these spots where we're supposed to get these items and just, like, wing it. So he's very yeah. okay with taking some time to figuring out, like, how exactly we should accomplish our goals. So he's not, like, because, racing to get there. Okay, because also, I have an idea. What would make the most sense in-game? Because Q can teleport themselves anywhere, depending oh. on how long it takes. I can teleport myself to the ship because there's a major mark on the ship. So here is the thought. Here is the thought. You guys start sailing because depending on how many days in the water, because we've been fast traveling those days, and Q teleports to you. Oh, um, Q, I guess uh, you divulge your plan to stay here and fix things up to Arthur and Sinead. Um, Arthur and Sinead, uh, you guys decide if you want to go straight to the whale for a week and have Q meet you there or go to Avalon and go about Avalon without having Q there. 
Was that a, was that a question? Yeah. We should just leave that as a cliffhanger. Yeah. And that's the end of the session. Good job, guys. Yay! <laughs> Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save